That's us. All right, so as you watch that, then want to think about what's, what's your trench, right? So when I got this from Linda, I'm like, oh, you got videos from my childhood and my life since then. So we just kind of act like those sheep. When we get out of the trench, someone pulls us out, and we go right back in again. But I'm going to have us look at this a few more times because I want to want to have you focus on some things. So the first one, we're going to watch this video again, and as you watch it, I want you to look at the person. Don't watch the sheep, just watch the person. Okay. Put a rope around this. the trench. Mm. He's outside the ditch. He's reaching in to grab and to pull us, to pull the sheep out. Okay? What I want you to notice is that when we think about Easter, Jesus didn't just grab us by the leg to pull us out. Mm. Jesus, the good shepherd, actually went in. into yeah. the trench and took our Jesus actually went and endured the destruction, the separation from God, the hell that we deserve. He, went, he didn't just stand on the outside to pull us out and to give us a helping hand. Jesus jumped in the trench and saved us. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Our hope isn't just in the Savior who went into the trench, but the, the Savior who came out again and who made a way for us. He is the first fruit of those who have been saved, and he has come out to new life, and what he does is he rescues us so that we might live in newness of life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Next. Watch it again. This time I want you to watch it with the sheep though. Especially at the end. Watch at the end. <laughs> I want you to see this so many times it gets burned into your memory. Okay? You can remember this at the end. What, did, what was the last thing he did before it fell in the trench? He jumped down. He jumped down. He's like, jumped up. It was like, yes! <laughs> Yes, exactly what John just said. I'm free. I'm free. Isn't that us sometimes? I'm free. 
last Wednesday, I was going to have a young man come over to a group of people we were having over from Concordia, and we were going to have ourselves just a little s'more, little dinner. We had these pudgy pie makers, and so we were going to make some of those, and some s'mores, and just some other good stuff. It was kind of chilly out that day. It was just a perfect day for it. We were going to have this young man over, and, and he didn't show up, and he texted me in the middle of the afternoon and said, um, I'm just not coming today. I said, oh, well, why aren't you coming? And he gave me permission to share this, and he said, well, uh, you know how we've talked about um, that sometimes with, with uh, things, that third piece of chocolate cake isn't very good? First one's great. Second one's not so good. The third one is just really bad. He said, well, as I sat down for lunch today, I had a beer. The beer wasn't so bad. But that beer led to my third piece of chocolate cake, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. I had way too many beers to come and to enjoy some time with you. Ooh. And I said, oh, you know what? I can relate. <laughs> when I sat down for lunch today, I turned on a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Two hours later, I was still watching mindless, idiotic YouTube videos. <laughs> Guess where my trench is? <laughs> That's where his trench is. Hmm. What I'd like you to think about is, where's your trench? What is it that you seem to be powerless over? Once you have just one, you just kind of jump right back on it. You think, I'm free. I can have a beer with lunch. I can watch one YouTube video. Oh, come on. It's just one. How bad can that be? Just one. Have you had that in your life where you just have... One, if you just do one, it leads to many others, and no longer is there any semblance of control. Hmm. But what you think about is Jesus has come to set us free, but I'd like you to think about freedom according to what, what God tells us it is. Galatians chapter 5, listen for this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And he talks about circumcision, all of that. Okay? And then he says, You, my brothers, were called to be free, but did not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. You see, the freedom that we have is freedom from ourselves. To indulge the simple nature is just to say, I'm free to do what I want. It's like, I'm free to do whatever I want. No. <laughs> Jesus has not set you free to do whatever you want. He set you free from yourself to love and honor him with your life and to serve your neighbor. <laughs> do you know the freedom that comes with doing that? Have you ever experienced the good tired at the end of the day when you've invested yourself in others and just loving others and it wasn't about you? Mm. Have you experienced that? Yes. Is that not the best? Yes. Is it exhausting? Yes. Yeah. But you know, when I'm receiving from God, then I'm free to give. Mm. When I'm living in God's love, He loved us so much that this shepherd gave his life for us sheep. By the way, if you, say, if you can watch that and say, that ain't me, you might have a blind spot in your life. Mm -hmm. Maybe about this big. 
And oh, by the way, does it say that as you trust in Jesus, you no longer are a sheep? No. No, still calls you a sheep. <laughs> and he's still the good shepherd. And you know what happens with that sheep that's not on the video? He just tells you. Pulls them on again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. Because you see, unlike a hired man that runs away and says, I've had enough of this dumb sheep. Mm. Man! It's a sheep. Jesus loves this sheep. And even when we don't handle things well, I had a chance to speak with a, a young person. His mother is addicted to drugs. And she just got exponentially worse a new level of drugs. And he just needed to bear his heart how difficult that was to watch. How difficult that is to see her wandering further and further away. So he had a chance to talk about it. He said, well, last time I saw her, she expressed faith. She talked about Jesus. But she doesn't know how to handle her pain well. Hmm. Goes to let us think. Her trench is getting deeper and darker. Mm. Do you sometimes don't, not know how to handle pain well? Yep. Do you tend to make bad decisions? Yep. And go the wrong way and wander away from Jesus? We need to know today. We have a good shepherd who loves us in the midst of our wrong decisions, who is faithful to us even when we're faithless to him, hmm. who never gives up on us and doesn't abandon us, but loves us and keeps going after us and reassures us and brings us back home again and loves us continually. Do we need to be reminded that that's what we have? Hmm. We also need to be reminded that we are the ones who are called then as the sheep, okay, to love other sheep. Hmm. And not to say, well, I'm not as dumb as jumping in that trench. <laughs> not that sheep ever do that, right? We never say, I'm not stupid like that person. I would never do that. <laughs> well, there's another trench right next to the one they're in that you fall in. <laughs> it's a better one. Yeah, it's a better trench. My trench is so much better than your trench. No. Come on. Okay, there's a problem there. Yep. And so maybe we could let go of our judging and condemning of other stupid sheep who do those different stupid things than we do. <laughs> just different. Not better, not worse, just different. Just different. I'd like to also think about what we heard today in our epistle lesson. You see, God sets us free so that we might actually be involved in this. By this we know love that, we, that he laid down his life for us and we ought to, you know what it says next? Do the same. Lay down our lives for our brothers. Hmm. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him. Hmm. How does God's love abide in other words, we're free in Jesus to actually deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. We're actually free in Jesus to lose sight of ourselves, to actually be engaged in loving the other person where they are. 
see what I'm saying? I'm free, I'm free. We fall back in the trench. It's not just it's because we're not saying, I'm free, I'm free to love you and to be with you. Or it says, I'm free, I'm free to do what I want to Finally, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we're reminded that it says that we are ambassadors for Christ. Christ's love compels us. Imagining that Jesus doesn't just pull us out of the trench, but that he's in there loving us in the trench and lifting us out. And he's gone that way before us and he loves us. That love compels us to love others. Mm-hmm. That we might, as it says in Acts, that we might proclaim the good news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That we might be ambassadors sharing with the fellow sheep that there's a pretty awesome shepherd we need to keep engaged with. Mm-hmm. And being those who remind people that think that they're beyond God's grace. Is there anyone in your life that feels like they're beyond God's grace? Mm-hmm. Jesus says, come, and he wants to use you to tell them that they're not beyond God's grace. Is there anyone that thinks they don't need God's grace? He might be the one that helps them see their blind spot. And some people said that they will never see their blind spot. And they'll never actually get out of the trench. Can you imagine how miserable that would be to live in that trench? Can you imagine how miserable some people's lives are? Instead of adding misery to their misery, they would cry for them. Hmm. They would know the love of the God who would give his son to die for them. Next thing. One more time. This time I want you to watch the sheep at the beginning. Watch the sheep at the beginning. So I want you to think about what's the first thing the sheep does when he's pulled out of the trench. He shrugs off the gurgles like he runs away oh. from the one who rescued him. Oh yeah. I have a question for you. God loves you so much. God loves you so much. God loves you so much that he sets you free. And what do you do with your freedom? Love. Do you turn around and say I am amazed. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. How can I be with you? Are we like the demoniac? Mm. Remember, Jesus comes over, and he casts that legion of demons out of that man. He is set free. And he says, I want to go with you, Jesus. Mm. Is that what we say? Far too often. You can talk to me today. Far too often, no. Is that what we say? Uh. <laughs> 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 How oftentimes do we, when we're pulled out of the pit, when we're set free from whatever it is, how oftentimes do we, instead of staying with Jesus and abiding with him, as it talks about in our scriptures, instead of abiding with our Savior, we run away. Hmm. It's like, thanks, Jesus. I'll let you know when I'm back in. <laughs> Otherwise, just let me go. Do we ever act that way? Yes. Yeah, we do. 
And God continually said, I've set you free. I want you to go with me so that you might, what does it say again? Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow, follow me. me. Follow me. You're very good. Follow. Fo <coughs> is she following him? <laughs> Not even close. Where in your life are you right now? Are you following? I mean, you're here today. Thanks be to God. So glad to have all of you. <laughs> but are we following where he leads? Because you know when we do, we're going to be actually in the flock. So that we can help each other see Jesus more clearly. Is that what you're doing? Are you following Jesus and helping others to see Jesus and find their hope and their life and their, and their joy in him, living freely as Jesus has for us, which is the best way? Hmm. Is that what we're doing? Hmm. My hope is that the answer that you're saying inside is yes. Hmm. And if it's not, I want you to remember one really important thing about Jesus. Hmm. No one took his life from him. He did. But in the authority that he had, he laid it down because he loves you. And he will love you until he brings you home again so he can live and reign with you forever. New heaven, new earth. That's your future. Because God loves you. Amen? Amen. Amen.